Do you wish you could see our live reactions toward each other during our podcasts? If so, make sure you guys are following us on YouTube. We post all of our full podcast episodes on YouTube so you can see our beautiful, smiling faces the whole time. You will also find highlights from some of our epic moments during our Twitch streams, as well as other bonus content we make, including dad joke-offs and more. Be sure to search Funny Business on YouTube and smash that subscribe button. And welcome to the only podcast that is recurring that has the name Funny Business. It's the Funny Business Podcast. I am Mike Gambita. Hope all of you are doing well and enjoying the beautiful weather, whether it's cold or hot or medium or so-so, depending on how you like your coffee. But anyways, my co-host, Matt Summers. Matt, how are you today? How are things? I don't know why I'm being a teacher and holding a pen and pointing at you today, but we're just going to roll with it. I'm just going to, there we go. All right. What's like, going on, I feel on, like Matt? I'm getting lectured for not doing my homework, for, <laughs> like, for, not, for not raising your hand. Like, you need class participation. <laughs> What's uh, up, I'm man? good. I'm good. Uh, another week uh, of summer gone, which is really weird to think of. Um, but, you know, just keep chugging along. Another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. We do want to make mention, we usually are very keen on the holidays. I think we forgot to wish all the daddies out there a happy Father's Day uh, this past week. So um, hopefully everyone enjoyed, whether it was um, going out, seeing them, sending a text, sending a drunk mo or a Venmo, um, or, you know, just hanging out with your significant other's parents, because that's what I did. I went to a bunch of breweries and I joined myself. Um, Matt, did you do anything in particular for your father? Um, no, not really. Uh, I'll save it for the end of the show, but we, we, me and my brother split it. Uh, we split a new umbrella for him for the beach. Nice. Yeah. We got him like, you know, the legit wooden, the wooden post ones that the, the people at the beach put in for you. We got him one of those. Yeah. The reason why you pay 20 bucks is so I can put it actually in the beach, in the sand and not you. So (laughs) yes, but it's, you know, he loved it. And I feel like dad's dad's just loved any gift you get him. Because they don't expect anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I got beer for for both Jenna's dad and then my own dad. So <laughs> I, 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 you can't really go wrong with with the good old beverage if you don't mind the hops and the the pilsners, if you know. So no, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that sounds like a perfect gift for any occasion: Father's Day, Hanukkah, birthday, Flag Day, Flag Day. Um, um boxing day in canada day uh national pumpkin day yeah in october yeah uh, what else is another one june 9th what's june 9th six nine. Oh, <laughs> got him <laughs> nice oh man well that welcome to another episode slowly but surely getting there to episode 100 uh what a ride it's been uh it seems like we're trying to avoid topics as we did a year ago um so you know we're we're doing our best here ladies and gentlemen so hopefully you're sticking around for that but matt i gotta quiz you to start off today's podcast Uh-oh. we're not an official trivia but i want to quiz you we all know how much the funny business podcast knows geography very well actually very well <laughs> Matt, 
can you name me all the oceans on planet Earth? Yes, I think I can. We are the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and Arctic. Wow. There yeah. you go, man. Did you look uh-huh. it up somewhere? No. Oh, okay. Off the top of my head. All right. Well, Matt, you might want to study a little bit more. Because National Geographic officially announced that we now have a fifth ocean to now worry about in geography tests. So they found the new ocean? Uh, apparently you find a new how, ocean. How do we find the new ocean <laughs> on Earth after 2,000 years? Yeah, y- listen. Those, those, those geographers, man, they, they know what they're doing, apparently. And the cartographers, too. That's another, that's another profession, a cartographer. They make the maps, right? They make the maps. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> um, why does National Geographic have the power to, to, to claim this? So, National Geographic uh, this past week announced that it's officially recognizing the body of water surrounding the Antarctic as the Southern Ocean, making it the fifth ocean along all the ones you just named. Uh, the Southern Ocean has been recognized by scientists, but because there's, there was never agreement internationally, we never officially recognized it. So there was some conversations beforehand as far as what exactly this fifth ocean is. It just was never accepted into the culture that is of the planet Earth. So, so it was just part of the Atlantic Ocean at one point? So they just renamed part of it? Yeah, I guess they literally, it's, it's like it, you had like a piece of pizza and you literally just cut the center of it. Oh, so I thought they legit found like new water. No, I, I don't know if that's physically impossible. That's physically why I was possible. confused. I was like, how do we find the new ocean? So basically, <laughs> this is just like the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> sure. like, they just, like they just renamed part of the ocean. And they're like, okay, now it's its own ocean. <laughs> so Matt, to give you a little bit of context here, the new ocean extends in a ring from Antarctica's coastline to 60 degrees south latitude. Uh, the difference, it and differentiates from other oceans in its designation by current, not by continent. So it's actually judged by the current of the ocean. Uh, the area is slightly bigger than twice the size of the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency. I don't know how to compare that because what, what, who, who knows what the, the CIA, like who knows what the CIA building is this size-wise? Um, yeah, this is just very weird to me. I don't, like, I'm just having a hard time comprehending this. Like, you know, you know what I thought for a hot second? Like, you know what this reminds me of? What? When we learned about space and we learned about all the planets and then eventually later they're like, oh, Pluto's not a planet. And then the transition of like kids trying to learn the planets and now, you know, Pluto's gone and of course, you had those debaters being like, oh, well, you know, Pluto's included in that, too. But, like, technically, it isn't, but it is in a weird way. And when you name all the planets in order, you always say, and Pluto. But, like, you can't because they told us no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's going to might take a while for us to make, like, history books or, like, the books like in school. Like, I don't think they're going to, like, come September, are they going to tell kids those five oceans? Or is this well, just me... like a, we're calling it an ocean, quotation ocean. marks. <laughs> yeah, like Pluto. <laughs> like, like, it just seems like the water just got a promotion. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, let me tell you, Matt, any historians or anybody like that, they're going to have quite the the job putting a new history book together after what 2020 gave us, especially. Oh <sighs> and can you also imagine like the the um, the boomers are going to be like, oh, these kids now get an education. They say there's five the oceans, oceans now, but there actually is five oceans. Like that's going to be a huge debate when like old people and young people are going to have a debate if there's four or five oceans. I feel like yeah, it's just I- caused way too many problems going down the it- line. It seems as though kids just are never, never taught. That's it, let's talk about education for a hot minute. It seems as though kids in schools are never educated correctly in a way that they'll actually be benefited from, uh, you know, their future jobs or future occupations or just their future lives. I mean, Matt, when's the last time we used Pythagorean theorem? Never, but Never. how many how many times a day do you say the mitochondria is powerhouse of a cell? <laughs> I say it at least twice, I think. <laughs> because, Off the top of my head. Because your occupation, Matt, says that you need to know about the mitochondria and all those Correct. things. Yep. <laughs> That's what you're learning as a poor management major. Absolutely. Same as a communications major, too. See? <laughs> but yeah, they don't teach you, like, important stuff. Like and life, like life skills to this, I I don't want to. This is a hot take. I feel like uh, geography is actually a decent thing to learn. Um, I agree because you learn about direction, you learn about the continents, you learn about states, you learn about the countries, you learn about all these things. But yeah, you transition over like basic math. Yes, I do basic math all the time when I am in my job. I feel like we can never get rid of basic math. And I say basic math, not like I said, Pythagorean theorem or, you know, all these things. Now, if you're going into a job that requires you to do that, like an engineer, possibly, um, because that's just the first thing that comes to mind when I think of, you know, doing the the area of a cylinder or the circumference of a circle. (laughs) Uh, That's when you need to learn about those things. But basic math, I feel like, is an overall thing. Science, on the other hand, Matt, I don't know what your thoughts are on about science. So first off, I saw a TikTok uh, a couple days ago. There's uh, this guy like laying in a casket, and he was like, "Everyone, everyone at my funeral thinking I'm having fun in heaven." And then it's like the switches, and it's like uh, me going to hell to find the guy that put numbers in math or <laughs> that put letters in math. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, science, I think, is kind of important because. Like if you if they don't teach them science, like when are they going to be interested in it? And then we're just going to have no scientists, and then we're all just going to be stupid. Yeah, I think the world is stupid to begin with. True, but we'd be more stupid. I feel like if we didn't have actually smart people, we'd be going to Jupiter by then. Maybe to get more stupider. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I I I just. I, this this change is fine, but I feel like there's a lot of uproar for no reason. Like, there's going to be a lot of uproar for no reason. Like you said, like, you'll have people who had geography before. They're like, oh, I remember there was four oceans. Why the heck did they get added an additional fifth? Like, we're going to have those types of discussions and arguments. But I feel like this is very uh, necessary, especially when people travel, because... What if for some reason you end up in <laughs> the Antarctic and uh, at Antarctica, my, my apologies, uh, and, you know, oh, well, this is the Southern Ocean and you're trying to fish for a certain fish in the Southern Ocean. Yeah, I just feel like who cares? Like, okay, 
change the name. That's fine. Whatever. It's really not going to affect me too much. Yeah, no, and it's... Yeah, it's not going to affect me, because who the heck ever is going to go to Antarctica? Watch. Yeah. 40 years down the road, I'll go to Antarctica. Guess what, guys? I'm going to Antarctica. I'm not going to get, like... Like, it's weird that they changed it, but, like, I'm not going to get mad about it, because, like, what's the point of getting mad about it? Right. There's there's nothing to get mad about at it, all. Literally not. <laughs> it's just, it's cool that it's, you know, we think that planet Earth is, like, this one constant thing that's never going to change, and we're already starting to see those new constant changes. I don't know if it was, did we discuss that we know more about space than we know about our own ocean? You, you did mention that, I think, two episodes yeah, ago. That, I, that scares the hell out of me. But, like, we're still discovering these cool things that is is discoverable in what we thought was an area that we thought couldn't change, like planet Earth. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll find new fish in the ocean now that it's the Southern Ocean. Yeah. But yeah, also, who's going to patrol this? Like, don't... Do certain countries have, like, not control of the ocean, but, like, do they have, Antarctica? like... Antarctica? No, I'm talking about, like, like who who controls, like, the the Pacific Ocean and, like, the Indian Ocean. Like, I'm sure like, we as the United States don't have, like, a lot of, like, interaction with the Indian Ocean. So, like, who's going to be the Southern Ocean? Is that, like, the penguins of Antarctica? Do they rule the ocean? Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm on geographyrealm.com. It says, who owns the oceans? Oh, well, the United Nations Convention... The United Nation, Nations Convention on the Law of the Seas. So I guess that is... Uh, there's territorial sea, there's con- contiguous zone, there's EZ, exclusive economic should, zone. <laughs> I think we should just name the penguins from Madagascar, like, rulers of the ocean, and then I'm cool with it. Because they're legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, good, I'm good with that. Oh, man. Well, hopefully, whenever it hits the geography books or the history books, people will not complain about it. Um, Matt, speaking of something that we can also complain about, too. Uh, it is time to finally settle a debate. Uh, no, this is not take it. Um, I just had a realization as I was driving home this past weekend from Jenna's house. Uh, so I want to present this debate, and I and I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I've heard other people's thoughts, uh, but my car proved that this is what the, the debate is settled towards. Okay. So, Matt, you ever heard of tap back before on an iPhone? Nope. So... Oh, is that when you tap the back of the phone and then you can, like, do special things with it? Uh, no. Um, so what tap back is, you do use it. Uh, it is when you react to a certain message. Um, so you can either leave a heart, a thumbs up, a thumbs down, a ha-ha, an exclamation, or a question mark. Uh, Matt, I tried finding when this was established. I think it was 2019-ish, um, that this was established. Sounds about right. Uh, because, you know, I geeked out over 2020 with the, the new update to iOS. So I think, I think I'm, I'm at least correct with the 2019-ish. Um, but again, like I said, Tapback is an, a feature on iPhone through iMessage. I mean, you could use it on a stupid Android and end up liking a message, but then you just get a weird text back being like, oh, Mike liked your message da, 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 that you just sent. That's like, the worst. It's, it's the worst, <laughs> especially awful. in a group chat. Especially yeah, the yes, there's more, te- there's more text messages in a group chat based on the reactions than there is the, uh, what do you call it, the actual conversation that's happening in the group chat. Yeah, yeah green bubbles just suck. So Matt, are you, you may be wondering why, what debate am I settling here? I am. Really?
Really? So I was driving home, and I have CarPlay, and I saw a message that popped up, and I pressed it just to, to hear, and it said, Jenna liked your message. Want to reply? So the biggest debate that I want to settle here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, based on my car, is that if you react to a message, that is considered texting someone back. Uh, no. No, it is not. Absolutely. No. My car said so. No. no your car is wrong. I really, no, it's not. No, yes, it, no, your car no, is wrong. No, it's not. It no, asked me, wrong. do you want to reply? <laughs> Guess what? I said no. But I'm like, huh, it's asking me if I want to reply to a message. That means they replied to me. No, it's asking if you want to reply to a reaction, not a right. message. But that means it's a message. It's a message no, being no, that's sent a across. Reaction. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> so why yes, would it, it ask me to reply? Because they re- reacted to your message. So when there was someone... an action made. There was not a new message. It was a <laughs> reaction. So when someone texts me regularly in my car, yep. it'll tell me the message and it'll say, want to reply. So it's the same formula that's being applied to when someone texts me. Okay. So let me ask you this. Sure. So you, let's say we're together and like you're texting someone and I asked, hey... Did they respond? You're not going to say, yeah, they sent me a message. They're going to say, well, they liked my message. That's not a, me- that's not a message. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a reaction. That's a response. <laughs> no. A thumbs up can mean okay. Thumbs down can mean not okay. Question mark being like a little confused. <laughs> Be- it's a re- okay, so, okay, so if you're on Facebook. Okay. And you go to heart a message, like heart a post. Uh-huh. Is that a message? No, because that's the same Facebook. thing. It's oh, Facebook. That's Matt. the same thing. It's Facebook. No, it's social no. media. No, that's the same thing this because they could so- comment <laughs> and send you a message on that post. They just reacted to your post. That person's is, reacting to the text. You message. are you are talking about two different entities here, my, no, my I'm boy. No, I'm not. SMS, social media. It's Short the same messaging service. Social media. It's the same thing. No, it is not. <laughs> yes, it is. My car proved you wrong. No, it did not. Yes, it did. No. That's not, that's, first of all, if, 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 if it's a group text, I'm good with like sending like and like reacting. If I text someone something and they only react to it, that pisses me off. Like send me a message, react to it and then send a follow up message to actually send a message. So aren't you technically conveying the fact that you are sending a message by reacting to the post, uh, to the text message? No. Yes, you are. No, you're just reacting to it. That's not a message. Yeah, but you're conveying the message. You're reacting to the message because you react. This is psychological here now. You're reacting to the message that was sent to you, which would be the same as you replying back to a message. No. No. The, the, if they send a message back, they're going to type, okay, sounds good, or I can't do that. Can we do it? this? That's I technically the- can do that with a thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay, so if I text you... Um, hey, do you want to go to Mo's at 5 o'clock? And you send a thumb down text? That could mean, no, I don't want to go. Or it could mean, no, I don't want to go to Mo's. Or it could mean, no, I don't want to go at 5 o'clock. Can we go at 6? But I won't know that until they send an actual message back to me. Because <laughs> then I can do thumbs down and reply back. Want to do 6? Question mark. 
Right. Then, and then you so can then send the me a thumbs is... up. Then you can send me a thumbs up emoji being like, oh, okay, cool. Great. We'll see you at five, six. No, because then in your first answer, the thumbs down is the reaction. And then the response okay, no. message is what you texted. Right. But you could simply reply back to a like or a dislike if you really, really wanted to. Correct. Because that's not an actual message. It's a reaction. Man. It's a reaction. It's not it literally, a Literally, the car asked me if I wanted to reply back to a reaction, which yes. means it's a message. <laughs> okay, so if, if someone likes your message, are you going to say they texted you back? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're acknowledging that they read it. Wrong. <laughs> Matt, I, I, my car literally said, would you like to reply? To a reaction, which means it was conveyed as a message to me that they liked my message or they disliked my message. No, the car is programmed to do that when you get a message or, or a reaction. So what's the difference between you ha ha a message and replying back with the crying face emoji, laughing emoji, crying laughing emoji? Uh, it's different because one's reaction, one's message. I don't really know but how it conveys how the it's same it. thing, Matt. I don't think so. It does. <laughs> so is so is texting ha 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 and putting crying emojis the same thing? Because I think those are two different things. If we're, if we're going that route, you're digging way too deep. Then <laughs> I think I think if it's really funny, you're going to use a, a, a laughing emoji. If you think it's kind of funny, you're going to text ha ha ha. If you don't think it's that funny, you're going to hold it and send the two ha ha's. That's the level of funniness right there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I had something bad to say, but nope. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just still going to stand by it that now it's technically a reply. So just because your car said reply, you, you just you had, like to this, reply? You had this um, epiphany? Because if it wasn't something that was a reply, it wouldn't tell me, would you like to reply? I think your car is just programmed to say that. I don't. So just because again, you're sorry, listening Matt. to your car. Sorry, Matt. That's car play. That's not my car. I'm gonna say car because that's you know right. if I keep saying car play. But this is an Apple product that's telling me that. You have way too much faith and trust and in Apple. I, I think Apple. I love Apple, but like that's that's interesting. Could you imagine we get sponsored by Apple, but it's a half sponsorship because of what you said in today's podcast? And I like get the revenue from it. Hey, I would take it at this point. Who cares? Yeah, well, <laughs> for the pod. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know whose side you're on. I, I, this I can't believe this turned into a ticket segment, but I was just so for discussion, but what the hell? <laughs> Well, speaking of communication, Matt, we got one final uh, experience to talk about today. Uh, Matt, you may have seen HBO Max trending on Twitter the other day. You may be wondering, what the heck? Did they release a new show? Did they do something different? Well, Matt, there was a little bit of confusion. Uh, There was an email that was sent uh, with the subject line, integration test email number one, and the body of the email only containing one sentence. This template is used by integration tests only. So, Matt, we were kind of surprised. We're wondering, is HBO Max okay? Is something wrong? Do you need to talk? Uh, Of course, people were kind of 
making fun of it on Twitter. It said, Inbox, integration test email one, an intriguing new drama from HBO Max. One person tweeted. Uh, but Matt, the culprit behind the email, which will be part mostly our discussion to wrap up entertainment for today, was the intern. Uh, the intern made this mistake. Uh, they even tweeted it out HBO Max saying, we apologize for the inconvenience. And as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really. Here's the best part. And we're helping them through it. That's what HBO Max later tweeted. Uh, Matt, the intern. They didn't have to do him dirty like that. I mean, it's funny, but like that kid probably hates his life right now. <laughs> I mean, they didn't reveal the intern's name. Let's no, that way. But the people that work with him know it was him. Like he's probably getting enough shit for it already. And then it's like now it's gonna be the inside joke. Like, oh hey, we had a tweet about this intern who sent out this email. I, I, I'm joking, obviously. It's funny. Um, as an intern, this is like the worst case scenario that could you ever happen to any intern for any company. I think it was really cool though that they gave them the opportunity to handle an electronic communication that that uh, vastly or majorly. Like it went out to a lot of people. Went out to about thou- like uh, thousands of people because we all know how HBO Max is. Um, but I think it's cool that the brand or I should I say the company was super open to helping this intern learn from his mistake and try to help him improve because that's what an internship's all about. Not like what's his what's his face? Um was it Ted Cruz? Who was one of the politicians that had I think it was Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz on his Twitter accidentally liked a porn video and they no, blamed he tweeted it on the a intern. porn video. He tweeted a porn video and it said it was the intern that did it. And they ridiculed the intern. Yeah, which we all know it was probably it was Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I do think playing playing into the fun of it does help. Because, let's be honest, the company like HBO could have just fired them. Because yeah. they just have that money, that power. They could have done it. Um, so, was it the worst thing in the world? No. Did it get sent to a lot of people? Yes. But people seem to have fun with it on Twitter. And that's kind of the, the best part of this whole thing. I think it's also a nice word of mouth in a weird way. I mean, social media with with its trending, like obviously HBO Max was trending on Twitter. So the fact that they played along with it, like they didn't try to sweep it under the rug and all that, like they're truly like, you know what? All right, let's admit we'd made a mistake. Let's admit that it was an intern and let's move on from there. Let's see what we can do to better this intern. And the other thing that I think of, too, is that's one hell of a thing to talk about during a resume or during a job interview. What's one, what, what's one moment in your, in your experience that you've learned a lot? And then literally you're like, oh, so you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's a fantastic interview answer, I guess you could say, or interview topic. You're better off to be remembered in this scenario than to be forgotten. Yeah, and honestly, like, if he does a really good job, it, now that he has this going for him, like if there's ever an opportunity for a promotion, probably helps him in a little bit because like it showed he made the mistake and he can come back from his mistakes and handle it well. Um, I think this is just pretty cool. Have you seen, I don't know if you're going to bring this up, have you seen the Dear Intern Reply tweets? No, I didn't actually. So it looks like people, it's it's on the bottom of the article in the link. It looks like people have been responding like Dear Intern and giving like uh, oh, okay. situations that they've messed up in their jobs too. 
This one says, Dear Intern, I once sent out a 1-900-SEX-HOTLINE as a conference call number for the Women's National Democratic Club. The average age of membership was about 78. Shit happens. So people like kind of like like someone showing some support, which by the way, that is just wild. That's yeah. for another day. But the people showing support, like everybody does this. Every intern has probably made a mistake in their professional career. And it's just, you know, having fun with it. Let the kid learn from his mistakes. Which the other thing, it pisses me off that people automatically assume it's an intern when a mistake like that's being made. Okay, granted, every professional was in that scenario before. Like, I I was in that scenario. Matt, you were in that scenario. Like, the worst part is, is that every single person, whether they are full-time employed, have only been there for a year, an intern who's just doing it for the summer, or somebody that's been there for 30 years can still make that mistake. I mean, I've made a mistake personally, which was the point of me kind of... presenting this topic and and i'm sure matt you'd be gladly able to share some of your experiences um when i worked as a grad assistant which technically kind of worked out the way that it did um we were hosting an event that was at a brewing company and i was supposed to send out an email for a last call a last call to sign up i wanted to send it for 12 p.m i accidentally sent it for 12 a.m so everybody got this email at midnight but technically, last call happens around that time, so I, I'm technically right in a weird way. <laughs> that's a that's a great spin zone. That is that's phenomenal. Good think, good thinking off the yeah uh, off your feet. And then and then another one too was still kind of around the same theory. We had an event, and uh, the the I guess I'll just name it. It was food and fire barbecue tap house. Uh, I somehow thought tap house was trap house okay <laughs> so it's food and fire barbecue trap house <laughs> sounds like a party uh yes <laughs> no wonder why we got so many registrations probably but it, you know it's just it, it's it's one of those things where you just just suck it up and just say okay i made a mistake we'll worry about it later and lo and behold <laughs> I'm, I'm still employed <laughs> that's true yeah, the best leaders learn from their mistakes and get better from it. So, no, it's okay to make mistakes, even any, in any the workplace, f- even as any, an intern. Any fun mistake stories that you have? Um, or Matt just never makes mistakes. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh. uh, I can't. I can't think of any right off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I've made like spelling mistakes on like a post or like a flyer or something, but I was able to like reprint it beforehand and stuff like that. Um. But I can't, I can't really think of anything big off the top of my head. Wow, that's okay. Put, put me on the spot. Yeah, it's I. You put me on the spot a lot myself too. That's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's fair. I'll take it. <laughs> when we get the driver's seat for each half of the show, especially when we did that April Fool's one, we had no idea what the heck was happening. So, and it was kind of weird that we were switching roles in that scenario. So, <laughs> uh. So from the Funny Business Podcast, dear intern, you'll make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Always double check and triple check your work. And you'll be fine. You'll get a full-time job in no time. Yeah, I, I, you summed it up so, pretty good. I like anything else. <laughs> uh, do good. Yes, do good. Yeah, just, just don't be afraid to make mistakes again. It's totally okay. 
And in the wise words of Miss Frizzle in the Magic School Bus, take chances, make mistakes, and get messy. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Matt's got the sports. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. We're going to start with the NBA. And like we said on last week's show, if the Phoenix Suns won any games, they only played one game since we last recorded, that we would do chug with the fellas. Well, ladies and gentlemen, game one, the Western Conference Finals goes to the Phoenix Suns. Well, hold on, we gotta we gotta do it together. I have so this is gonna be weird, but I'm using a Yankee mug glass. Wait, also I have to just, chug this crap. Yeah, it's chugging with the fellas. I'm gonna sip with the fellas if that's okay, because this is an IPA. All right, I'll, all right, I'll chug. I'll chug for the fellas. Yeah, I'm uh, since I'm using Yankee mug glass, shout out the Yankees walk off. Triple play. Triple play. <laughs> Just not too shabby. Just like that pour. It's got a good head, man. Look at that. Wow. Look at that, ladies that and gentlemen. That beautiful. That is what we call a perfect pour right there. Wow. That's got some good head on it. <laughs> All right. Chugging with the fellas. Want to know? Oh, oh, there you go, Matt. I, I guess I should actually commentate while this is happening. Um, do it all at once. Good lord, man. Well, Matt's going to totally get um, a little shwasted um, come to the end of this. <laughs> you go, man. You uh, still have it in you. I, I do not. I want to casually enjoy my beer when, I, when I'm drinking. <laughs> well, you're chugging with the fellas. Well, yeah, you got to chug with the fellas. That's... I'm going to try not to burp in the microphone. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. All right. There we go. Um, the NBA was just on crack last week. Like on crack there, I think it was Thursday, Wednesday. Uh, we got Chris Paul tested positive for COVID, missed game one of the Western Conference Finals. Um, Kawhi Leonard has an ACL injury, which apparently it's they're not he's not out for the season. I don't know. He, they just said he's out for game two. <laughs> that was a burp. My bad. Um, Matt, you said this wasn't good to be an ASMR podcast. That's true, I didn't. <laughs> so we had those two injuries. And then on Friday night, Jazz were up 25 against the Clippers and lost game six. Um, So obviously the Suns won game one. Mike, no Chris Paul for the Suns, no Kawhi for the Clippers. Now, this might be a stupid question because the Suns won game one. But who, what star is needed more for the team to win the series? Chris Paul or Kawhi? Uh, ooh, um, I don't know, man. I, I think it's Kawhi. Like, Kawhi's more on the defensive end. 
Like, you know, all NBA people can score. I mean, besides one in particular person, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think Kawhi, um, you know, it, they have playoff PP. Uh, Paul George. He's playing Clippers, very well, by the way. Playing very well. But then on the opposite side, too, you have Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges. Yes. Yes. Wow. I'm yes. knowing my son's fans. Uh, <laughs> sons and four. Uh, <laughs> you know how Mikhail Bridges gets trending on Twitter? I don't know how. Peep, uh, sons fans just tweet Mikhail Bridges. Like they just tweet his name and he gets, starts trending. It's awesome. Um, you know, I, I think, Matt, and, 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 and I'd like to hear your thoughts, that they, the Suns are on such a hot streak right now with the chugging with the fellas trend the Suns and four guy um there's just a vibe going like it's positive vibes only here with the Phoenix Suns and I just find it much more enjoyable that that the Suns are in a particular scenario that you're enjoying it and I you know I I know we're, we're going to talk about it more but I saw that the four teams who are in Eastern Western Conference Finals are the first four four teams that have never won a championship since the NBA or NBA merger in the, the 70s. And that's cool. Like, we're going to have a new NBA champion who hasn't been a champion in forever. And that's the cool part. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's crazy. This is the Clippers' first ever time in the Western Conference Finals. Um, and it's... You're right. They do have a vibe. And it's really freaky as a Suns fan because... Since I became a fan, they have just been garbage, and we've got garbage players. And you know, Devin Booker, for like the first five years of his career, never made the playoffs. And everyone just said, oh, he's just a stat patter. He's a guy that can put up numbers, but he can't win when he was playing with nobodies. Now he's got Chris Paul. He's got a, you know DeAndre Ayton, Caleb Bridges, Jay Crowder, like all these guys. And he's finally showing that he can actually play. Now, I've been meaning to ask you, Matt. I don't, I don't remember me asking you this. When did you become a Suns fan? I became a Suns fan. So I, when I first started becoming an NBA fan, I liked the Heat because I liked Shaq and D-Wade. Yep. So I, I, and Shaq got traded to the Suns. And I was young enough. I was like, I like Shaq. I'm going to stick with the Suns. And then I got to like middle school, and I fell in love with Steve Nash. I fell in love with Amari Stoudemire. And then Shaq got traded again. I was like, okay, I can't just keep switching teams. So I stuck with the Suns. You stuck with them, wow! And little did I know they would make the playoffs for ten years. Um, <laughs> back to the question: I do think it is Kawhi who's more important. Um, I think if whoever makes the finals, they're gonna need Kawhi or they're gonna need Chris Paul to win the finals. But the Suns are just on a roll. They're just—they have the best crowd in the playoffs still they've had the best crowd all playoffs sons in four guy was at the game people were just asking for selfies and all that selfies. stuff <laughs> it, it was it was so cool um let's flip to the east mm. um mike it's time to do one of our favorite things on this podcast our favorite pastime <laughs> and that is bashing the philadelphia 76ers <laughs> um yikes big yikes <sighs> Where let's let's start with the obvious. So the Sixers lost in seven games to the Atlanta Hawks. Ben Simmons. What do you do with Ben Simmons? Hey Matt. What if you're feeling useless, just remember that Ben Simmons wears a shooting sleeve for every game. 
Great joke. Oh my god. Let's just get this joke out of the way too. I saw someone uh, a picture, and it was like if you had one free throw, and it was you had to choose Ben Simmons or Giannis to make a free throw. Who would you choose? Someone said Giannis because I'll at least have 13 seconds to say goodbye to my family. (laughs) Which is just hysterical. It's so funny. Ben Simmons with the worst free throw percentage in a single NBA playoff season. He saw 34% from their free throw line. Shaq had the previous record at 37%. Mike, in the seven-game series against Atlanta... How many shots did Ben Simmons take in all fourth quarters combined? Zero. Three. Three. <laughs> he took three. Did you see the pass, the open dunk that he passed up Here, in game seven? That, okay, so here's the thing that is driving me insane is that play. Like, you have an open opportunity. If I'm correct, if he would have made that basket, they would have been ahead, correct? I they believe so. Down, up by one. Uh, yeah, I think it was 86-85 at the time, or yeah. 96-95, something like so- that, yeah. Something a point ahead. Yep. They'd be up. Why the hell wouldn't you take the shot, especially when it's right in front of the freaking rim? I could understand, okay, maybe you're not comfortable shooting a three-pointer, which is fine, but you are right in front of the basket. What the hell do you do before pregame? You do layups. How many times do you do a layup during warm-ups? Probably a lot. How many times do you do a layup during a game? Probably a lot. Here we are. The last few seconds gives up a freaking layup to an open. It's an open basket. That's all it was. I, and, and it's, it's hilarious because 76ers fans are making fun of themselves because of how awful Ben Simmons made that deci- decision. And that's true Philadelphia, but like... He was right under the basket. He's 6'11", dunk it. And the funniest part was the guy that came that was going to try and block it was Trey Young. He's like 6'1". He's like, you got a foot on him. He's not blocking your shot. Um, Did you see Joel Embiid's quote after the game? Uh, I I mean, I I probably grazed by it, but I know he had something to say about him. he, He didn't reference Ben Simmons personally, but he said the turning point in this game is when we passed up an open layup and we only got one free throw out of it. That's well. <laughs> that, true. But <laughs> what, what, next time. what do you do with him? What, what do they do? I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> this is another hot take, but you got to send him to the, the D League. <laughs> That's the, 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 the what is it? The G League or the D League, League now? Yeah. The G League. G League. Uh, you got to send that. Like, oh, come on, man. Like, I, it's you tough. shouldn't, as an NBA player, as a guard, people shouldn't be literally popping the stadium as far as sound cheering for you when you make a three-point field goal. That, that, shouldn't, that, that should not happen at all. No one should be cheering when you score a basket. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate to compare this. This is not a make-a-wish game. This is a professional basketball game that you get paid millions of dollars to do the sport. And you're not doing the sport if you can't put the ball in the freaking rim. And he's got a max contract. And, yeah. you know, Sixers fans want him to get traded. What are you going to get for him now? He's just got exposed no one's gonna in want the playoffs. Him. No. Well, I, I think teams will take him because he's young, and they're going to say, we can fix his jump shot. 
The problem is they know that he has no trade value. So you're not getting a first round pick for him. You're not getting another star player. You're going to have to basically eat his contract and just say like, okay, we we just got to get him off the team. But it, all the other teams have all the leverage. Um, I, I've seen a lot of Sixers fans online say he, they want him traded. Our resident Sixers fan, who will rename nameless, is one of them. <laughs> um, he has sent me some trades, and I've seen also. It's not just the, for this person. I'm not pulling you out. I'm not pointing you out exclusively. Right. I've seen many people tweet these trades. Uh, ben Simmons for Dame Lillard. Sure. No. Okay. No. And then Ben Simmons for Clay Thompson. But, just, just a little advice for all Sixers fans out there. <laughs> Don't use like a trade machine for a Ben Simmons trade because it's just going to get you upset because whatever you come up with is not going to happen. Like, like you're not going to go to ESPN trade machine and, you know, get like a second round, two second round picks and like, I don't know, a guy like Tony Snell. Like, that's not going to make you feel good. You're not going to try and make that trade. Any trade you make on those sites, it's just not going to happen. And I thought it was funny that Shaq was kind of giving him a pep talk. Was it halftime? Shaq was giving Ben Simmons a pep talk. Not, like, to him directly, but, like, during the broadcast. Like, yeah. oh, like, what, what, what would you tell Ben Simmons? And, like, Shaq gave it to him. And now he's become worse than Shaq as far as field, what is it, field goal percentage? Free throw. No, free throws. He's become worse than Shaq. How could you become worse than Shaq with free throws? That's the that's the one person we make fun of all the time back in high school. It's like, okay, come on, Shaq. Now we're gonna say, okay, come on, Ben Simmons. <laughs> if if Shaq, I think the, the stat is if Shaq would have made fifty percent of his free throws, he'd be the all time leading scorer by like four thousand points. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy, and it's also crazy because Ben Simmons. The, uh, people were tweeting videos of him in the summer league when he first got drafted. He was it's taking great. jump shots all the time and making them. It's it's in his head. It, it's it's crazy. The Sixers. It's the Kardashian curse. What you know what else sucks about the Sixers? Yeah. Th- this was the process. This was like this. This season was the process. You don't bring Triple H to a pregame to ring the bell and not win. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Um, you probably keep Embiid. Doc Rivers just can't coach in the playoffs. I don't know. If yeah, that's he has a bad. To. I think he has a bad stat. Like game four, he's never good at. No, like, I game, think, sorry, game seven, he's never good at. I think he's blown like five leads of yeah three two series leads or better, which is just awful. Well, it's blew a three two series lead. The Brooklyn Nets snaps snaps for Mike. Let's look at <laughs> some snaps up for Mike. Um, you were correct. Uh, the floor is yours. Uh, what do you what do you have to say? Well, I'd like to thank my family for this award. Um, I'd like to thank Jenna. I'd like to thank you, Matt, for allowing me to have this platform to voice my opinion on uh, said thing. So um, I guess back, what was it, four episodes ago? It was, it was quite, a, quite a bit of while, about a month ago. Yep. Um, I made the prediction that it, when they had Kyrie and Kevin Durant, that they would be okay, and that adding James Harden would be a um shall you say a, a wrench in the plan um wouldn't be able to play well with the team that was currently vibing james harden came back they lost game seven who did i see on the left side of the court when kevin durant made the shot oh mr james harden and i'm like well 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 <laughs> so yes yeah 
congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you I shall were celebrate. yes. So for those that were living under a rock, Nets were up three two in the series, and they lost game six and seven. That game seven was one of the greatest basketball games I've ever watched in my life. Now they didn't have Kyrie. If Kyrie plays, they probably win. But injuries happen, and I've seen a lot of people say like, "Oh, like they're trying to use Kyrie's injury as an excuse, like this, just wait till they're all healthy." But like, th- this this is very likely to happen every season. Like right. Kyrie gets injured a lot. James Harden either is healthy for a hopeful year, or he has a year where he's a little unhealthy. Kevin Durant missed a lot of games this season. Like, it's not impossible that they never win a title. I mean, I I think we both predict them to win the finals this season. Yeah. But that's if they're healthy. That if is a big question mark. It's like Anthony Davis. Like, you can't just say, like, the uh, the Suns got lucky. I don't think they got lucky because Anthony Davis gets injured. That's what he does. And that's yeah. what the Nets do. Well, again, I mean, let's... I mean, I, I do have to, while you're speaking about injuries, Matt, like the fact that Kevin Durant has came back from a no season, like no, no previous season at all and was able to come back healthy. And how many points did he score in that game seven? Over 40, right? 48, 48 I think. Almost yeah, a triple double. Uh, I think he had 49, something almost like that. A, yeah. Almost a triple double, not almost close, if not yep. a triple double and was still lost. Like, um, this is a fun fact. I don't know if you saw this. So obviously yeah, his game tying shot to send the game to overtime. He had like a foot on the line. Yeah. Did, did you know he's a size seventeen, but he wears a size eleven? Or I'm sorry, size seventeen. He wears a size eighteen. Oh. He wears a, he wears a <laughs> so shoe that's, that's an inch gonna... that's an inch longer because he wants it to feel a little bit more comfortable. So, so if he was technically... wearing a seventeen inch shoe, <laughs> they win the series. Gosh. How crazy! I did is see. That? I did see pictures of like, oh, like if only, and like, I think they photoshopped his feet to be a little bit like an actual shoe size inch smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said after the game, he's like, yeah, my big big ass foot was just on the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Nets, you know, the credit to the Bucks. Like everyone's saying, the Nets kind of choked. But credit to the Bucks. They played really good. Uh, Mike, you were not the only one that had a hot take about the Brooklyn Nets. It's time for another edition of Who Tweeted. You may have seen this. So this was tweeted after Game 5. So after the Nets won. Okay. Here's the tweets. Uh, it's, it's a TNT analyst. Okay. I'm just going to throw this out there to see what the response will be. If you're Steve Nash and the Nets, would you sit James Harden and Kevin Durant in Game 6 because of the heavy minutes tonight and push all your chips to the center of the table for Game 7. Who tweeted? Well, there's only a few of them that that would be well-known as far as, like, TNT analysts. And... Wait a minute. I think they added somebody during playoffs, didn't they? Um, so this guy isn't always at the desk. Oh... Um, he calls ooh. games. Yeah. So it's Ever. Ever. <laughs> oh man, I want to make. I want to get this right. That's why I'm like hesitating. Like usually, I just spit out whoever first comes to mind. Is it? Is it no. I okay. My thought: Stan Van Gundy's one of them. Um, but then 
Oh God, who's the other one? I, I'm like drawing a blank with the other. Reggie, Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller, final answer. Correct, it is Reggie yeah! Miller. Yes, great job. Snaps again for Mike. Snaps around. Um, so technically he was right because they didn't rest James Harden during game six and they lost. So a credit to him, I guess. Sure. Uh, so you mentioned, I think the last team left in the playoffs to win the championship was like the Bucks in like 1965 or the Hawks in 65. It was an NBA-ABA merger in yes. the 70s. This is just awesome. This I, is awesome. I, it's basketball. It's free basketball. Yeah. But like a lot of people are pissed off because I mean I saw something on tw- Twitter saying no NBA, like no no NBA. And it's like come on guys. Like it's still basketball. It's still the playoffs. We're going to see a new team be crowned NBA champion for the first time in 30 years. Get over it. There's no yeah. LeBrons, there's no Steph Currys, there's no James Harden's, Kevin Durant's. Like these are people that are fighting their asses off for a season and for a championship that is well to re- like what you know it, th- what everybody was saying is the disney ring no no that was florida last year like that was the disney ring but like even that there's no asterisk to that in my opinion well no lebron does get an asterisk because he uh, won it so yeah, he won it yeah yes. well of course he, he but again, won it but again like kobe passed that year and just you know there was so many other factors that played into role with it I still, I still think it's funny that people are like, well, like that ring doesn't count because like it was in bubble. Yeah. Like, because what? What do you do? Do you just not have the the? I almost call it the Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> right. Do, like if that was Michael Jordan, they'd the be trophy? like, he has. If that was Michael Jordan, it'd be like he has seven rings. Like, right. calm down. Uh, Mike, one last quick topic. This was trending on Twitter today. Uh, there was a poll. I don't really know who did this poll. Let me pull up the tweet. Uh, FlowTrack on Twitter tweeted. A list of the sports ranked by difficulty. I don't know who voted on this, but it is absolutely insane. Uh, I sent it to you on Twitter. The highest ranked sport by difficulty is boxing. Boxing. Interesting choice. I, I, I mean, boxing's tough, but I don't think it's tougher than number two, which is ice hockey. I... I think the reason why, Matt, boxing is above ice hockey is that boxing is one-on-one, whereas hockey, you have a team to work with. And you either are at 100% or you're at 0%, and there's nobody else to pick you up besides your own. And I think that's why... Now, if it was hockey (laughs) one-on-one, yeah, I think it would be exhausting. I can't even freaking ice skate to begin with, but... For you to be out there, like, you know, when you get out of your corner for boxing and, and you're there, I mean, instead of the bullshit of celebrity boxing that we have lately. Um, TikTokers versus YouTubers. TikTok, yeah, t- t- yeah whatever. Um, getting the D'Amelios out in the center ring and handing them the belt. Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's why boxing's number one. And 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 I and I'm kind of okay with boxing being number one. Um, what I'm not okay with, as I'm re- reading around this this list, is there apparently is a bunch of different types of cycling, and there's a different types of skiing. Um, I, 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 yeah, skiing, that's wild. It's wild. Um, but at the same time, it's wild. I mean, yeah, track and field. There's there's a bunch of things that are going on. Um, Bowling is one, two, three, four. It's the fourth uh, 
easiest sport as far as the ranked by difficulty and that's even challenging too if you think about it uh yes that is because it's very and it's hard for me to get over 100 in bowling <laughs> um so let's finish the top 10 so number one is boxing two ice hockey three football four basketball five wrestling six martial arts whatever seven tennis that's sneaky difficult kind of yeah, I think it kind of snuck in there. Eight gymnastics, nine baseball, softball, ten soccer. Which, by the way, let's just get into that right now. <laughs> golf is not the 51st hardest sport. <laughs> Whoever voted on this list just never played golf. Well, the person who tweeted it is is the, uh, somebody who was golfing, like somebody who is like affiliated with golfing and said, so triggered by this. <laughs> Yeah, golfing is not easier than... I mean, canoe slash kayak is 49. (laughs) What? I thought that... um, What was it? Fencing. Like, I'm scared shitless when I'm thinking of, like, if I have to fence. Like, fencing is at 24. Does that hurt when you get poked with that thing in the No, you have padding. Okay. But, like, you obviously feel it, the pat, like, you don't obviously feel like a sword coming through, but, like, you, you feel the touch, I would think, based on what, how they do it, but, um. Is there any other sport that jumps out of the mind? I mean, badminton is 30. Like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing with that? I played that in gym class in high school. Uh, I'm happy cheerleading's on this list. Where is I mean, that yeah, ranked? It's, it's 52. Okay. I'm, I'm very happy cheerleading was recognized as a sport in this list. Yeah, I feel like cheerleading is kind of tough. Like, the moves that they do is difficult. I couldn't do that. Uh, and the tumbles and the lifts tumbles. and the tosses and whatever. Yeah, I, I couldn't lift, like, a, a five-year-old over my head, let alone <laughs> someone my own size. Uh, did I mention table tennis? You mentioned badminton. Okay, table tennis is 47. Table yeah. tennis is not harder than golf. It's not harder than track and field weights. It's not Table tennis is, like, the easiest sport ever. I like how... Um, auto racing is higher than golf. Where's auto racing? Not saying I like oh, it. Oh, thirty-two. Fact, it's thirty-two. Yeah, we go, that's auto, tough. we go auto racing all the time on the highway. <laughs> that's tough because, like, the they obviously drive at a much faster pace than we do. Well, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, they're just like making left turns. <laughs> uh, just a crazy list. Very yeah. crazy list. Uh, if you're interested in looking at it, again, Flow Track on Twitter is the one that put it out there. And on that note, that concludes the sports topics we have today. It is time for, ladies and gentlemen, another brand new segment. It's time for Down in the Dumps. So how this is going to work, we all have bad things happen to us during during our days, during our weeks. And sometimes it puts you in a bad mood for an hour. Sometimes it ruins your whole week. But you just got to talk about it to make yourself feel better. So what Down to the Dumps is going to be, we will just kind of like a vent session, just like a bro session. You know, talk about some things that maybe we were mad at, maybe made our week suck, and things of that nature. Um, so Mike, I will let you go first. Uh, I know you said you have a few, so you can just get them all out, and then then we'll rotate to me. Uh, yeah, so this was tough, Matt. I had to dig because you know me, I'm a pretty positive guy. <laughs> I am too. Um, 
so my first one i i kind of listed it as like some of the topics that like we some of the end segments i'm like oh this because this this because (laughs) um my air conditioner so for the first time in five apartments i actually bought an air conditioner for the first time i thought to myself oh oh my gosh thought to myself i'm like this is great I get to actually have air conditioning in my house for the first time. So I put it in my bedroom because that's probably the the place that I, I really need to have air conditioner I need it most. But the thing that upsets me, Matt, is that it's been cold at night these past this past week and a half. And I feel like I don't need to turn on my air conditioning because the the temperature outside is not hot. I'm like, well, I just spent X amount of dollars buying an air conditioner thinking I'd be okay, but nope, I don't even need to do it right now. So I am happy that I bought an air conditioner, but like the fact that I just can't use it immediately right now, especially when I bought it when it was like 90 degree weather that one day, like I, I was a little upset over it. That is upsetting. And did you, how long did it take you to like put it in? Is It's in the window, correct? Yep, it's in the window. How long did that take? I think I put it together before we came on for the podcast. So (laughs) I think it was about an hour it took me. So yeah, that's the thing. Like they don't, it's not super easy to put an air conditioner in the window. I I also managed to cut my fingers too, because I picked it from the sides and I picked it from the filter and I literally felt like I sliced by a meat slicer at a deli. I've done that before. It does suck. It sucks. Um, That's something to be upset about too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's not fun. Okay. not fun at all it's okay I, i'm okay now i'm sleeping well i mean it's it's been better uh i i think another one too matt that that i kind of was upset about was um so i i got to spend mother's day with my mom uh back in may um i actually wasn't able to spend father's day with my dad this mm-hmm. past weekend um because there was a baseball tournament going on in new jersey um I, you know i i'm oh like like i said i sent him a venmo but like you know it's anytime i talk with my students or anything like that and they're like well like is it okay if i go home this weekend i'm like go home i'm like if there's any advice that i can give to you is go home because i never did as much i was busy but i never did as much because i just didn't have the option or the opportunity to do so um so i try to try to embrace that to others but yeah i mean I, I did I have a good weekend with um Father's Day? It's yeah, I did. I I had a really great time with um Jenna and her family with Steve. Um funny enough, he listened to the podcast that I actually made fun of the name Steve. Oops. I was like, of course you listen to that podcast the one time you decide to tune in. Um but no, we went to we went to a couple brewing companies and um you know, I I got him some beer for for Father's Day, but but he also got me some beer back. So like, it you know it was nice. It was really nice. So I love how I say all my negatives, but they're positive. They turn to positive. But yeah, it just I, and I and I understand too with like Father's Day is is sometimes a rough time for for some people because either a you lost your dad or you know you you never had a father figure in your life. And I try to not like all gung-ho on father's day and you know my i do have some really funny videos that i would totally be able to share on my social media for my dad because you know he's a tiktok star for crying out loud he is Um, true but i try to be mindful of those days because some people just don't have and we don't realize it too i know this pedestal but like uh, we don't realize it too where 
everyone celebrates Father's Day. So, like, yes, you celebrate Father's Day at you and I at the age of 25, but then our parents celebrate their Father's Days. And in that scenario, sometimes, you know, I'm lucky to have both grandparents. Um, some people don't have their grandfather for Father's Day, which that's, you know, I, I think it's just very redundant with the Father's Day. I feel like we should appreciate fathers every day or mothers every day, but we have a day to do it. So, um, Dad, I love you. I know you don't listen, but cheers, brother. Well, now I'm down in the dumps. That got me sad. No, you know, listen, you picked the freaking segment. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, yeah, it, it, it does. It, you know, you would like to spend time with them on, on Mother's Day and on Father's Day. Sometimes it's not always able to, to work, but they know he's at our age. They know that we love them and we appreciate them. Um, so being with them is just kind of like an extra thing. But like they, they know how we feel. Your turn. Okay, um, I am down in the dumps for kind of stupid. Well, I'll start kind of with yours. So I wasn't able to spend Father's Day with my father that much either, because on Sunday this past weekend, my family went on a vacation without me, <laughs> and I'm stuck at home and I have to work, and it sucks. Cause, oh, you poor thing! Because <laughs> they're, go- they're going to Ocean City, Maryland, which is my favorite place, and I'm home by myself. Um, for those that don't know. Because I didn't really talk about it that much, right? At least on the podcast, uh, we did have to put my dog down like two weeks ago. So now I'm home alone, which is very weird. Like there's no dog to like keep me company. So that kind of sucks. And also, I told my parents like the first person to send me a picture of them on the beach is just getting blocked for the week. So yeah, so I'm 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 at home, and my family gets to party for a week. I, I do have to say, so first of all, doesn't your dad have like a day dedicated to him by the mayor in that area? No. So what we did last year when you we were down there for, it was my parents. Mayor for a day. That's what it was. Yes. Mayor for a yeah. day. For <laughs> a parent's anniversary. Um, we called the mayor's office. They made him official mayor for a day, which was pretty yeah. cool. I, I do have to commend you, Matt. And, and I don't know. I don't know if I actually shared it with you in person. But, well, virtually, I should say. Um no one i'll be honest and i think you saw like if you saw the youtube video i was smiling when that week when when daisy passed away because you never skipped a beat and that is probably by far one of the toughest things to do in the media world is just not like yeah you you think about it but you don't let it affect your job i mean this is kind of a job (laughs) you think about it but It, it is it, it truly, I I was smiling because it you, you you didn't skip a beat, and like I I knew how upset you were, Matt. So it's uh, it was cool to see that resilience come through for that. If it if it makes you feel any better, <laughs> no, it does. I mean, we did record the day after we put her down, um, and it it was tough. Like I was at work the next day. I I was like physically at work, but mentally I wasn't. Um, but you know, it's just it was tough. But she yeah. lived a good life and. Got to move on. Well, Daisy May. Um, also, what I'm down in the dumps too. <laughs> I just thought about it. Go ahead. I bought stamps this week. Okay. I bought a roll of stamps, and you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, you know, stamps inexpensive. So I got a hundred stamps. Fifty five dollars for stamps. What? <laughs> for a hundred stamps, fifty five dollars. I'm like, hey, excuse me. <laughs> Jeez. I paid for it because now I have stamps. All I want for I could send you love letters and all that, Matt. But I just like, it's like, 
I wasn't expecting it that much. Damn. I, hey, remember, support- I remember when the I price of stamps was cents. one penny. <laughs> yeah, that would, um, that would put me down in the dumps, too. I... I, I want I needed stamps and I bought a hundred because I'm like oh I'll use it I mean they don't expire which is the best thing but right fifty five dollars for a stamp that's I mean for a hundred stamps so that's then crazy that's technically that's five cents right five cents a stamp hundred times five is sure fifty yes five. yeah about that yeah six cents yeah around there but no tax. I can't do that math right now. I have to we, can't do, we can't do job. No. Um, <laughs> I'm also down in the dumps for two other reasons. I wore Sperry's to work today. And I've wore these Sperry's before. No problem. Yeah. Not only did I have a squeak in one shoe, I had a squeak in both shoes. <laughs> let me tell you, that really ruined my whole day. Because every time I moved, I just heard squeak, 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 squeak every step I took. <laughs> May I help you? <laughs> That was not fun. May and then I take your order? Last week, I went to KFC for lunch, went through the drive-thru. Uh, I ordered a um, original, uh, like a chicken sandwich, because I wanted right. to try KFC's chicken sandwich, and I got chicken tenders. And at, at that point, How the, the drive-thru... How the frick do you mess that up? <laughs> I don't know, but the drive-thru line was long, and I didn't feel like holding it up, so I just took it, and I, and I ate it, and they were dry. So, that kind of sucked. Sorry, man. Yeah. Nice. I really wanted to try their chicken sandwich too. That's the worst part. <laughs> I love how it went from like the most upset to, like, <laughs> from my dog's death <laughs> to <laughs> I got my order wrong at KFC. <laughs> I already love this segment. Oh, oh man. man. That's uh, all I got. So um yeah, we're down to the dumps, but you know what? Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. The negative, the only negatives are COVID tests. Don't need to worry about those anymore because we're both vaccinated and yep. pregnancy tests. Yep. So that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. Hello, hello, how are you? The wave. Peace out, Girl Scout. Um, make sure you follow us on our social media. You can find all of our social media on solo.to slash funny business and advice. Mr. Matt, what's your yes. advice for this week? <laughs> yeah, apparently this is just the thing now. Apparently. Um, take, some, take some time away from technology. Like, before really? you go to bed, before you go to bed, like half hour, okay. before you go to bed, or even an hour, just take some time. Even if you don't do anything, just, like, organize something, or, like, maybe if you like to write in a journal, write in a journal. Or, you know, take an hour and do, like, an exercise. Just, just take some time. Give your eyes a break. You know, technology is great, and I use it a lot, but I also do make sure I take some time to not use it. Amen, brother. There we go. I took the time last night to, uh, and Jenna's going to hear this on the way back, but um, you know how our our lady friends are with their their toiletries. Um, So everybody has a razor, of course. Um, I actually decided, I got these, like, cable organizers, like these cable, like, loops that you can loop, like... um, these things so i decided to take one put it in the shower now she has one to put a razor on it so oh, that's genius 
surprise, surprise, man. Genius. So, Look at you. Jenna, I'll see you when you get here. A dad <laughs> in the making. Dad, oh, good lord. Um, but yeah, follow us on social media. Um, see our Twitch streams whenever we can. Freaking stream anyway. But um, until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.